Welcome to Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. <laughs> Bienvenidos empacadores sin fronteras, dos papás dedicados al amor, la risa y los empacadores de Green Bay. Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Two dads talking love, life, dedicated to the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go! Verde y amarillo hasta la muerte. That's, That's the Trump's point. border patrol right there. That's what that is. He's watching the, you know, you know what's funny? What is that? What is it? Is it your motorcycle going on? I think that was your wife on her Vespa. Dude, <laughs> the second, it was like completely silent. The second yeah. I hit record, every possible sound that it is ever meant, all I need is just some screaming in the background, some dogs fucking barking. Yeah. And the circle is complete. This is this is why I lock all my family in the basement. Shut the door. Stay there one hour. Just push no, plate food underneath the door. Just well, it's got to be it's, it's got to be thin food too, right? Like pizzas and pancakes, so it or fits porridge. under the door, right? A little, like, right? Dog, yeah. like a little dog <laughs> yeah. tray of like porridge. There you go. They don't <laughs> eat porridge. I made porridge one time. I like porridge. A little bit of brown sugar on my porridge. I like it. It's okay. What? And uh, my son. He was like, what is that? Why are you eating vomit? <laughs> he starts going. I'm like, okay, all right, get out of here. And then after I had a couple of bites, I was like, this does have the texture of vomit. This is terrible. <laughs> What's the difference between pork? Because we eat oatmeal. I don't think I've ever had pork. It's, it's basically the same thing. It's basically the same. Thing. Just a different grain. Yeah, it's it's well, there's oats in porridge and stuff. I think it's just a different consistency, right? Like we get that Quaker oat stuff and you rip open the top and you pour it in a little bit of hot water and away you yeah. go and you get them in like 40 different flavors. Well, right? but here, okay, so but it's bullshit because everybody loves the apple cinnamon and always in the pack, they give you like a pack of 20. They'll give you 10 Three apple cinnamon. Yeah, they give you like 10 <laughs> brown sugars, which nobody yeah. fucking likes. Yeah. And then they give you like five blueberries or five strawberry and five of the app. Just do a whole box of fucking apple cinnamon. And yeah. well, you can buy them. You can buy them a whole box of apple. Cinnamon. I've looked for it. Oh yeah. Yeah. For some reason. I'll ship it to you. Nah, I'll ship it to you. I just, I need to go to Walmart. Not Costco. I'll ship it to you. I'll ship it to you. It'll be the, it'll be the uh, Christmas gift. So um, labor, labor day, uh, Monday, before uh, Packers and Vikings this Sunday, football finally returning. I mean, I'm anxious. My stomach is already starting to, you know, bubble up a little bit. Oh, here we go. We got Vikings fans all of a sudden crawling out of the woodwork like the return of the living dead. Whoa, brains, right? And as much as the Vikings want to trash talk and these guys want to make stuff up, I, I just have one stat. That's, and that's all I'm going to use for this whole week. Mark Sanchez has more playoff wins than Kirk Cousins. Okay. Mr. Butt Fumble has more playoff wins than Kirk Cousins. Okay. Mr. Butt Fumble, circle takes the square. Okay. 
All right. Years of ineptitude. And look, they are our biggest rival in terms of competition within the NFC North. We almost always split, right? I mean, we were 4-0 and then last year back to normal split the way we always split with them because, look, man, I mean, they, they come to play. That That's the one thing the Vikings do. The Bears don't show up. Like, they just, they, whatever. The Bears phone it in. Yeah, the Bears phone it in. The Vikings do not. There, there is a legitimate um, – there's some hate, like there's legit hate there, dude, between the teams, like even amongst the players, you remember the Randy Moss moon, you know, there's things like that, that just kind of rub you the wrong way. And you know, it rubs the players the wrong way and that's carried over. So Vikings week for me is the, I really hope we fucking beat your ass week. Like not, not, not close by it's three their points. Super Bowl. It's their Super Bowl. They, they could win two games all year. As long as both games are against the Packers, they will brag for for they'll ride that for a whole fucking year yeah they can go two and 15 and just do this twice not make the playoffs have the number one overall pick and talk shit yeah it just doesn't make sense it just doesn't make sense but we've got um of course uh we're getting what what's the date here can we start yet no we got five more days and then we can start so i guess on saturday would be the official release day of the manscape manscape Manscaped. 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 The uh, uh, Manscaped uh, officially sponsoring Packers Without Borders and the Mailbag Monday. We've got a dozen questions for Mailbag Monday. We should get right into it. Not the one with hair, but with an envelope. <laughs> Manscaped. All right. Amy. Amy, Amy, putting in pie, kissed the boys and made them cry. Amy says, why will the Vikings continue to fail at success? And when A.J. Dillon scores on the Vikings defense, what will his celebration dance be? Okay. Well, the Vikings will continue to fail because the Vikings do Vikings things. Okay. That's this, this is what they do. And I think his celebration dance, I think it'll just be a uh, spike and a walk away. I think he just puts the ball down and like, he's literally just going to lean over, put the ball down on the ground. Like I've been here many a time and go do a Lambo leap. That's it. There's not going right. to be anything special. That, that's AJ. He's just yeah. the worker. Now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what else would you do, right? That's about it. And, and in the preseason, one of the things that I started looking at, because there is, and, and I tweeted out the grades for the Packers, and we'll we'll get into it a little bit here as the week goes on, but with the Minnesota Vikings, one of the things that I want to – look, their overall defense was 21st last year. They are not very good at run defense. So it's just, they're, they're ranked 23rd. Let me see this. Yeah. I mean, they're 23rd, man. They're, they're back of the pack in terms of run defense. There is this stigma, just kind of like with the bears and their defense where they just think they're still good, even though they're not, it's kind of the same thing with the Vikings. They have not had a good offensive line in a very long time. They brought in 
I believe Riley Reef is the guy that they signed to kind of try to shore that up a little bit. And yeah. he's like, he's a good offensive lineman, but on the defensive side, they didn't do much. They're counting on Zadarius Smith, who I literally scoured the internet to see if I could find news on him. There is nothing on Zadarius Smith, which means things aren't going well. There's no, yeah. he's ready for week one. There's nothing like that. So we don't even know if he's going to play. These guys depend on their edges to like their, well, they, and they also switched schemes, right? They went from a four, three to a three, four now. So just, well, let, they're they, got a, they got a brand new coach. They got brand new schemes, brand new playbooks, brand new, brand new, brand new, brand new. That spells disaster for most teams in their first year. I mean, other than if you've got Aaron Rodgers, right, you're going to want to try and keep it simple, stupid for the Vikings and, and, and make this offense based off of two or three formations, sort of like LaFleur, where we've got two or three formations that it's mostly based off of, right? The problem that you guys, that the Vikings have, and I think this is the thing that you can circle and you can put a dot on it. It's your quarterback. It's your quarterback. I don't think your quarterback can get you where you need to go. I think your quarterback is the reason you can't get to where you need to go. That's what I think. I, On top of which he's underrated. He's, he's not a bad quarterback. He's just not the quarterback, maybe in a different scenario, a different scheme, because Kirk cousins is not a bad quarterback. I mean, he had an 89 no. overall grade last year, but it is something about him. Just there's something missing. When, when the pressure gets on, he chokes. And I like that. You like that? I like that. Me too. There's Next a couple question. questions about the predictions. Let's let's kind of hold those off to the end. What do you say? And okay. I'm gonna go. And this this is related. Soren says first player to pancake blocks is Darius Smith. Who is the player on the Packers that is going to represent the fact that this guy became a tool when he left the Green Bay Packers and started talking shit about the clubhouse? They did not vote him as captain. So who is it that is going to go out there and say, "What's up, fucker"? Well, he's not going to go on the left side. He's not going to go up against our left tackle. He's going to go up against our right tackle, right? Is it Jenkins? I don't know. It might be Newhouse, right? Or Newman out there. I'm going to go with Newman. So I think we're going to start off with some, uh, well, we'll start off with, we're going to run the ball first play and it's going to be AJ Dillon. And so we're going to have probably Robert Tanyan on one side. Mercedes. 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 It'll be Mercedes, right? The big dog will lead the way and shut up that little. Yeah. It'll be Mercedes. Wait, I've changed my bet. It's yep. Mercedes. Yep. We're going <laughs> to run the ball down their fucking throat that first play. And he's going to try to get to it. And Mercedes is going to come right off of that edge and just fucking smash him a new ear hole. Woo -woo. <laughs> don't get, go, don't get caught in the tracks. I don't know if I said it. that was that was from Soren Sodergren, the, the the meme master. Okay, uh, Dave, Dave, what is it? Steg, Steger, 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 Steg and Cheese. Yep. Which receiving target do you see Lafleur and Rogers using to their advantage against Minnesota? Have you heard me on this podcast? Dobbs, <laughs> Dobbs, Dobbs, Dobbs. Dobbs is going to be going up against their number four corner. Dobbs is going to eat. Like they, they, you are going to see some ridiculous numbers out of Dobbs. They keep putting the number, the number four corner on him. Mm -hmm. Dobbs. Uh, you know, 
They are not good. They're very good on the very back end with their safeties. They are not good with their corners. Like, I don't care what you tell me. They're not grading well in coverage. So it's a pick your poison because at this point, again, we don't have a solid one. I mean, maybe Sammy Watkins, maybe Randall Cobb, maybe Lazard. Like we, the moniker of the number one wide receiver has not been defined yet. But what we're going to do is whoever their best player is, is either going to tie or shut down one of our guys. But they have to have at least two or three other fucking DBs out there to block the other guys. And oh yeah, I think it's. I agree with you. It's it's probably not going to be on the outside. I have a feeling with these linebackers trying to push so much, and they're pretty strong at the linebacker position. Not as good as us. We're going to attack the outsides, and it's going to be Watkins, Dobbs, Lazard, those guys. I don't think we're going to hit the middle of the field too too much with them. to exploit the back end, you know, I think the tight ends coming down the middle, right? Like Tanya screaming down uh, to pull those safeties out and then just start working the sidelines with guys. They've been practicing back shoulder throws. You look at that all the time, the timing with that. So it's going to be Dobbs or Watkins on the outside, just with those beautiful, just, Oh man, I can't wait. I think Watkins will demand the number one DB and then that frees everything up for Dobbs. That's why I think that way. I agree. That's where I am too, man. All right. Next question. Next question. Manscaped. Manscaped question of the day. All right. Justin Amandro um, asks, who will be the first victim of an A.J. Dillon truck? Name one of the Vikings linebackers. Do you think he'll make it to the second level on his first carry? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. His first carry of the year. Yeah. Name, name, name a linebacker that's going to stand in his way. Right. They're going to start making business decisions by the third quarter. For sure. You know, a lot of it has to do with the fact that the first person he's going to absolutely truck, I don't think is going to be in the middle of the line. That's going to be kind of a wash and he'll fall forward, but it's going to be a nice little quick screen pass and some poor, helpless db that is just going to be absolutely manhandled by him that's that's oh, my guess not a db oh we're gonna to have to put a tombstone in the middle of the field and play around it oh pobrecitos Ay, quah, quah, quah. so so chris asked the same thing that we we just kind of is z healthy enough to play haven't heard anything we haven't heard anything we'll, no. we'll move on to uh mick stevenson out of granger indiana <laughs> that was really damn close too right Right. How many sacks will the Packers get? How many will they give up? How many rushing yards will the Packers get and give up the two most curious questions? So how many sacks will the Packers get? I've got five. You have five. I think five. I was actually going to ask you um, over under three. So you're hitting a hard, hard over. Wow. It's the first game. It's the first game of the year with the new scheme. There's going to be a lot of checks and things like that, that the offensive line will pick up on. And Gary is an eating machine and Quay Quay Walker is going to be coming through there so many times. So I've got Gary with three and then I have Quay with one and the defensive line with one. That actually makes a lot of sense, man. And then, you know, remember Gary, Holy shit. And as we speak, Look at that. Buddy. I know. I know. I absolutely love we'll talk, that. We, we'll, we'll do that. In we'll a get second. to that. We'll get to oh, that. Hold on. That was awesome. Just live. I, I just <laughs> my pants. But let's do this. All right, man. Look, um, I, I just 
the biggest thing with this team and our strength is obviously our pass. I mean, and, and the reason I'm saying it's the pass rush is because this defense on the front end, our starters, there are no holes, dude. There is not one fucking hole on this defense. The problem yeah. is that honestly, there's a huge drop off from other than cornerback where we know we can move Rizul to the outside, Stokes on the other, and then bring in some guys like we did and make shift that we were perfectly fine last year. Other than that position group, we are thin, man. Like if Gary or Preston goes down, like I get it. Like we've got Devonte Wyatt. Um, he's raw. He's fucking really good. He's not ready to take on. Like he's a good rotational. He, it's going to just like Gary, man. It took Gary two years to really, really come into his own. Right. But um, I just think that they are going to feast and I statted him out, dude, I have him at 62 sacks this year. And we have talked about 155, 62 wow. total stacks on the season. Because so how many, how, how, but how many, how many will the Packers give up against the Vikings? They're going to give up probably two sacks. I think I, I thought three, I thought three, I think we're going to get one in the, in, in the first series. Somebody's going to make a mistake somewhere along in the first series always happens. Right. First game, first series, we'll get another one. Maybe late Start second, the early of the third. Yeah. yeah. The third where we always choke a big fat penis and not do anything. And right. Just- Come right out of the half yeah. flat. <laughs> what is that? You know, LaFleur is one of the greatest coaches, honestly, one of the greatest coaches that the Packers have ever had. Right. I mean, he ranks right up there. Holmgren, yep. Lombardi, McCarthy. And I don't care. You want to make fun of McCarthy. You make fun of McCarthy all you want. I mean, he, he had this offense going. LaFleur is right up there, but we come out of the second half. Just terrible. Every single game. Every single game. We come right out of halftime, three and out. It's, I don't understand it. It's been nine years of that. Yeah. And starting um, slow as well is not a surprise. Now, the second half of the question. So, Sachs, I've got him with – I do. I, I had him over under – I'll take five. Five? I'll take – no, us, five sacks, giving up yeah. two. Okay. And I've got five giving up three. How many rushing yards would the Packers get and give up? Okay. Well, let's start with the give up. Mm-hmm. I think it, I think it's under a hundred. I think it's going to be close though. Like 85, 91 in there. It, Dalvin Cook's going to get a handful of bursts, but I think we get up enough that they've got to, and this is what always typically happens. If you look at a lot of these games that, you know, their running game is absolutely killing us. When we played the, the Bengals, Mixon was killing us. Mixon was killing us. And then they went away from it. And this is what I, ex- I expect the Vikings to do too, is they'll be killing us with Dalvin Cook, but then we'll get up by 10 and they'll just throw the running game away. 21 explosive plays of 10 plus yards for Dalvin Cook last year in the limited time that he played the guy. Look, we're not going to take away from Dalvin Cook. He just can't yeah. stay healthy. Um, but I think with the linebacking core that we have right now, man, that is sideline to sideline, it's going to mitigate that outside gap that they like to that outside zone run that they like to do because we're fast enough to cover on the outsides. And as much as we finished with the 33.8 overall grade in, in rush defense in the preseason, that's where I'm saying there's just a huge drop off from our starters to who we had on the field in the preseason. But I do believe that they're going to show up, especially against the Vikings, especially after having lost to the Vikings the last time we played them. So, and you remember, we're going to have Clark, Slayton, Reed, Wyatt, 
I mean, we've got some monster, monster guys that are going to be up front there with Gary and Preston on the outside. And we're going to be able to, able to actually play our base defense, which includes Campbell and Walker. You're not going to be able to, with that, that defensive line, slip an envelope in those gaps. He's going to have to run to the outside where Campbell's waiting and Walker's waiting. Yeah, they're not running. He's not running into the teeth of this line. He's not because no. Clark is no longer going to be doubled. Yeah. And no, you can't. You can't. Well, go go ahead, do it. Watch Devontae Wyatt break a all all time record, right? Like, go ahead, double double Wyatt and double Clark, and watch Gary win Defensive Player of the Year game one. <laughs> right? <laughs> Set an all time record, thirty one sacks. Right? Like, <laughs> I also believe they're going to put their stamp on this game, and it's going to be less than hundred yards, like right yeah. around those two, like ninety something, like not hit a hundred, but come pretty no. damn. 85, 91, somewhere in there. Uh, how many rushing yards will the Packers get? Between both of them, I'm going to go what? with Dylan's prediction of 3,000 yards for the season. <laughs> I'm going to say 170 con combined rushing yards for both backs. I got 138. I'm 138. We're going to it's, pound the rock. It's, it's the Vikings. They always play tough. I'm going to say 138 rushing. Ask me how many we're going to get receiving. Oh, how many are we going to get in receiving? 330. So you think that Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is going to light him up over 300 yards? His two, he's 259. Dump to Jones. Dump to Jones. Dump to Dylan. Dump to Dylan. Dump to Jones. Dump to Dylan. Plus, I've got 123 for Dobbs. You do. And like 90 tutties. I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Okay. What's the next one here? I'm trying to catch up. Yeah, I know. This is – oh, here we go. This is this is actually – and it goes in line with the with the run defense because, again, yeah. there's this moniker and this idea behind them having a solid run – like a solid defense. So, uh, Green Bay fans 661, just to kind of tie on to this thing, how much decline are we going to see in the Vikings' run defense? They have been pretty fast and solid the last half decade. But so much line and linebacker turnover and last year or so – is this the year good backs and O-lines just start to expose them? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it. It's They're not the same team, man. Uh, we're going to run it down their fucking throat. Yeah. 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 Uh, yes. <laughs> How much decline? <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and, and understand, too, Mike Zimmer is a defensive guru. Yeah. And then they brought in – Another like they, they're changing the whole system here. It's going to take time. It's going to take weeks and weeks before these guys got it in their heads. Right. I this goes back to what I said, like last year, some coaches are really good defense, really good coordinators. And some coaches are really good head coaches. Mike Zimmer is a defensive coordinator. That's what he can do. You give him that job to do and he will give you the best defense you've bloody ever seen. Right. Just like Wade Phillips. Yeah, there's been a an undervalued moniker here with the Vikings, just like we talk about the bears and how they're rebuilding to a certain extent, the Vikings, I think are also trying to just change it up because it's not fucking, it hasn't been working for the last 15 years, you know? And this, and this is why I don't think, this is why I think they come in third in our division this year. I agree. Because I just don't think they are able to put enough wins together because it, the beginning, if you lose the first game, you lose the first game. We you can bounce back from that. I think they're two and four before they start turning things around. And by that time, 
you're chasing your ass for the rest of the year. You're not going to put together eight wins in a row. It's not going to happen. Well, I mean, last year they had the most uh, one-score games, 14, and lost yeah. all of them. Yeah. What's so gonna, what have they done to improve that? Nothing. Okay. Carla D. Have we uh, – Carla D, is she new? Is she – I think this is the first time – We've had to, Carla. We know Carla D. Of course, we know Carla D. Carla D's got an awful lot of. Uh, if you've listened to Patreon, she's got an awful lot of advice out there for you guys needing manscaped. <laughs> Let me tell you, <laughs> Carla D. What player will get the first touchdown? What player will get the first interception? And what player will get the first sack on Cousins? Okay, Bruce. First touchdown. I have got, and I didn't want to give it to you, but I think it's Romeo Dobbs. Yeah, me too. Uh, first interception. Rizal Douglas. You know, I think it's Douglas or Stokes because they ain't throwing a Jair. No. So I'm going to go with Stokes just to change it up. And then what player will get the first sack? I think we're both Gary on this one, right? Yeah, it's Gary. I Gary think it's Gary. Making a point and just absolutely manhandle him. God, I love it. All right, Ryan, Ryan Will 61. He says, I got a good one. How many times within the five-yard line will we have to settle for a field goal or a failed fourth down conversion? <laughs> within the five? Yeah. I think, okay, I don't think we take any field goals within the five because of our defense. So failed fourth down conversions, I maybe one, maybe two even. But, I mean, you got to remember, we have Aaron Rodgers. We have Jones, Dylan. Tanyan, Lewis, Watkins, Lazar, Cobb, Roger, like there's Dobbs. Dylan. That's 10. I can think of 10 different weapons inside the five yard line. And I think we're going to see a lot more of this piggybacking where maybe we put the Guara in the fullback position and then we just hammer the fucking A gap because there's a lot of times we did this last year. Remember, I was constantly, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast before, you would have heard me say, <laughs> run the fucking wall. Like, go up the middle. Hey, diddle diddle. It's time for Dylan up the middle. And it's, I think this is, this is the year where maybe Lafleur kind of leans more on that instead of we do something where we shift Devontae around and double tap and I don't know. Yeah, we don't have, he does not have, not he well he as in Aaron Rodgers does not have the luxury of uber targeting Devontae Adams so I think our efficiency in the red zone is actually going to increase because of that the fact that there's not an uber target on one guy that he's going to force feed the ball to in the red zone now it's throw it to the dude that's open like if they're going to do a play action right and that's what's going to happen they're going to play action on the first one it's going to be a fucking incomplete pass and then they're going to fucking run it and then A.J. Dillon will power it in, or Aaron Jones will bounce it to the outside the way he always does, just puts his yeah. hand on on the left tackle's ass and then bounces it out. He's gone, and he's in, and he'll beat the person to the pylon. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I, I think our efficiency is not going to be what it's been because of the offense and how it's going to change. This is going to be a different offense, man. It's yeah, gonna it's going to be a lot deadlier because you're not going to know where it's coming from. Absolutely. And and you've got these guys like Dobbs and Torre who are unproven, un, you know, uh, uh, unrecognized commodities that they, they're not going to understand. And they're going to put three, the number three and the number four guy on them. And they're just going to eat. Yeah. Green Bay fan 661. Another question from him uh, next week. Do you think Alexander follows Jefferson to whatever side he goes or will they leave Stokes on his side, Alexander on his 
If they stay sided, I expect Jefferson lines up offensive left at least 75% of his offensive snaps. Okay. So let me start from the bottom of this one and go to the top of this. Yeah, one. I need you. Yeah, I need you to do from a schematic standpoint, because I'll, I'll get into the actual formations because you talked about base and nickel, right? Like and how yeah. often I mean we play base 75% of the time. So yeah. Let's let's start. So, but you, you do the football stuff. Okay. If they stay sided, I expect Jefferson lines up offensive left. Okay. So it's offensive left because you have a right-handed quarterback. Okay. Mm -hmm. If he had a left-handed quarterback, it'd be offensive right. Yep. Right. Okay. I, I, I'm so old. I remember when they used to call it strong side, weak side, but okay. Yeah. Um, do I think Alexander follows Jefferson or do they leave Stokes? I think Stokes has got an ax to grind with Jefferson. Jefferson kind of had his number a little bit, a little bit. Just I one mean, game. Yeah. A little bit. These are the, the options. First game, it was only the first game. Yeah. And it was over it was over 120 yards and a touchdown. But the second game he allowed three catches for 46 yards. Yeah. <laughs> so do I think Alexander travels? This is a great question because the answer to this either way is correct. If Alexander travels and takes away their number one, and that's, you know, Bill Belichick likes to do that, take away their number one, that's Jefferson. Then you've got your number two, Stokes on Thielen, easy matchup for us, and then Douglas on Ragalar, if Ragalar is able to unpack Rager? his uh, suit. Rager. Or KJ Osborne, yeah. Or, yeah, it doesn't matter because they won't be able to unpack their uh, bags when they get there. It's just going to be a, a shit show. You, now you've got your number four against our number three, and our number three is arguably one of the top five, right? Yep. So does Alexander travel? I don't think so. The Joe Barry defense doesn't have guys traveling. Will he change it up? I don't know. It might be a good idea to change it up at the same time. Why monkey with something that's already working? I think maybe in the red zone, maybe you'll see Alexander travel. But really, if you remember Charles Woodson, Woodson didn't travel. Woodson just shut down a whole one side of the field. And that's kind of what Jair does is he shuts down an entire side of a field. You don't throw to that side because Jair is standing there. Right. And he doesn't move. So that is what, when you talk about traveling and, and I try to call it man zone, even though it doesn't make sense what I'm trying to say, because it's actually too different. But what happens is Jair stays on one side of the field and he'll play man up against that guy. He'll press that dude, but he's not traveling with the guy. That, like he's going to play on the right side more than likely because Stokes from a grade standpoint was a 65.5 on the left side. And Jair was a 75.4 on the right side. Remember he limited action, right? I mean, yeah. he's in the nineties. So they're going to keep him on that side. And the problem also with, with traveling with, um, with Jefferson is understand that Jefferson, like Devonte Adams play a lot out of the slot. So the question is, are they going to move Alexander into the slot is really the question. Yes, sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> right. right. Yes, sometimes is the answer to that. I mean, I, I don't expect, let me, let me get this right. I don't expect any team to have any success in the air against us. I don't, I don't expect any team to have any success. Now, if they catch one ball and they catch one touchdown, so be it. But I don't think anybody breaks 200 yards in the air against us. I don't think anybody gets, you know, three, four touchdowns in the air against us. I think it's going to be minimal, minimal, minimal. 
I think it's going to be, you know, uh, the quarterback went uh, uh, 18 for 40, uh, 158. You know, a couple of you picks. Know this defense, you know, this defense is not going to allow more than, I mean, I think our average point per game is going to be less than 17. 17 is top 10, close to top, you know, seven, eight range. So they're not going to be throwing multiple touchdowns on us. No. If we're going to be holding them to 17, which is what we should do. Yeah. I mean, in terms of traveling, if you look at our base defense, here's who's playing, just so you know. So it's Stokes and Alexander on the outside, obviously Smith and Gary on the edges, right? And then you've got Reed, Clark, and Lowry in the middle. And then Walker and Campbell right behind them. And then Amos and Savage on the back end. Think of that front eight. Think of that front eight. Read it again. Read it again. The front right. eight. So we've got. Stokes and Alexander no. on the outsides. And then no, Smith. No, no. Oh, oh, here you go. Smith and Gary. Smith and Gary. Yeah. Campbell and Walker. Clark. It's Reed, Clark, Lowry, Walker, Campbell. Oh, my God. <laughs> run through that. Run through. So, I dare you to run through that. <laughs> I just I can't you talked about this we talked about this yesterday it's really interesting what you said about stacking the box with eight and what we're going to do so talk about that yesterday remember you talked about what is going to allow us to play eight men in the box well, we 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 haven't had that other linebacker remember remember last year we the tight ends were always breaking loose on us Right. And then we had we had Savage covering Kelsey and Kelsey would have a great day. We never had that linebacker in that position beside Campbell so that we could play our our base defense. Quay Walker is that linebacker. Yep. He is a sack threat. He is a tackling machine and he can run side to side with anybody. If you watch him in college, some of the situations that they put him in, he was well outmatched. But he did the job. He did exactly what you needed him to do. And therefore, I think he's going to be that much better. Now, think of this front coming at you. You're lining up a quarterback. You look up, there's Kenny Clark. He's drooling. There's Reed. He's drooling, right? There's Wyatt. There's Slayton. There's, you know, any one of these guys is sitting there and they're drooling. Then you got yep. Gary barking like a dog on one side. Preston Smith on the other side getting ready to run loose. You've got six you got six in pass protection, including a running back or a tight end. And already these five guys, a couple of them need to be double teamed. So now you got some holes. Now you got some holes in your, your pass protection and you're going to stick Campbell and Walker in those holes. You're in trouble. Dude, maybe what we're going to see is the first sack is going to be maybe Amos or... Wouldn't it be great if it was Walker and just shut up everybody who ever thought Walker wasn't a good draft pick? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just somebody who shoot. It's not. It might not be Gary, just because they're gonna. What you're talking about, it's gonna free up a hole where somebody's gonna come and disguise and come a little bit late and just Jair or Douglas or Stokes come right off of that edge and come off their guy and just shoot in there for a sack as well. Yeah, man. I mean, and, and there's a little bit of a follow-up here with what you're saying. And let me pull this up real quick because this is uh, during obvious passing situations. Do you insert Douglas as one of the safety slots or align him at the slot nickel corner? That's yes. Kind of yes. 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 See, when, when, when you're in practice, when you're in camp, you go through different scenarios. You go through the two-minute drill. You go for, oh, it's fourth and one. You go through you go through a whole bunch of these, including somebody twisted their ankle and can't play the rest of the game. Jair's out. What do we shift to? 
Amos is out. What do we shift to? Seeing Douglas back there tells you a couple of different things. Number one, they're thinking Douglas can play that role. They need to put a, a quality player back there. Douglas is a great quality player. The number two thing that it tells you is, is Savage is questionable. Savage has, it's those soft tissue injuries, right? The hamstring. He could be back tomorrow. He could wake up tomorrow and be 100%, or it could be a month from now. We've seen this all the time. It's like a high ankle sprain, and they go, how long? And you go, ah, two to six weeks. It, it heals when it wants to heal. Right. Anybody with soft tissue injuries leading into the season, I never draft. Right. Fantasy so football wise, just do stay I, away from the hammies. Do I think that they move stuff around? Absolutely. Absolutely. Wouldn't you want to keep your best players on the field in every single scenario that you possibly could? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're going to see Douglas in the slot. I bet you will see Jair in the slot, uh, uh, Stokes in the slot. I bet you we see uh, Amos playing a uh, linebacker and then uh, we have uh, another safety back there. May, who knows? Who knows the different possibilities? The key is to keep their defense or offense guessing at what you're going to do, right? We finally have that defense that is now going to dictate to the offense what you're allowed to do. Before we were a read and react. Remember Blake Martinez? Oh, they ran this. Okay. Summers. We stopped them five the yards down. later. Yeah. We stop them five yards later. Now it's going to be a, if you don't run this one specific play, you're doomed. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's for me is exciting because now their offensive coordinator is going to be over there sweating buckets, crossing plays off his list with a red marker. Like you've never seen because they're just eating them up alive. Right. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be really good. We got one more question from Ashley, I believe. Well, we got Carla says, how many interceptions will Kirk Cousins have? Yeah. I think it's, I think it's two. I think I they think throw two. two. Well. Okay. Ashley says, who do you think is the X factor on offense and defense for the Packers? Well, I, I think I might surprise a few people here. Not, okay. Other than dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's diversify, buddy. Other than Dobbs, who is the X factor? And me other than Watkins. <laughs> It's got to be Aaron Rodgers. It's got to be Aaron Rodgers, the X factor. The team is going to live and die with Aaron Rodgers on the offense. Aaron goes out there and shits the bed, and we're going to have a long day. I can promise you that, right? How often does he shit the bed? The good news is, is once he shits the bed, he doesn't shit the bed for like four or five games in a row afterwards. So even when I'm watching the games and Aaron throws a pick or two, and everybody, oh, he played terrible, I'm always like licking my chops like, the next four weeks, he's about to tear the league a new ass, right? Like it's about to get on because he's going to remain, he's going to get uber focused. You don't think he does not hear the chatter. And we talked about the double standard, but. Well, I know he listens to us. Yeah, of course he does because. Because of the peyote payouts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ayahuasca team. Um, you know, I think with Aaron Rodgers, this chatter about. Did he make Devontae Adams or did Devontae Adams makes him? It, it, it's there for him. Yep. Like it's a legit, like I'm going to prove to all of you motherfuckers that yep. I am Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. I've got Quay Walker, our first round pick, picked at number 22 as the X factor, because if he's able to do what we think he's going to do on defense and be that sideline to sideline linebacker next to Devontae Campbell, Look the fuck out. I think the X factor for the defense will be Joe Barry. 
because he now has the corners that can play man. And we can now start sending four, five, and six and not just three or four. I want to see five and six man rushes. They're using seven in pass protection and we're sending three. I mean, this just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. We've yeah. got 11 guys in coverage for crying out loud, right? Like let's, let's mix it up. Jair Stokes and Douglas can hang, hang on to those wide receivers for two and three seconds. And that'll bring Gary Walker, Campbell, Preston. That'll bring one of those guys home. So I think it's, I think it's Joe Barry. Will Joe Barry have the cojones to bring in the pressure. You like that little Spanish lesson there. Do you, do you want to finish? Uh, and cojones is a good word too. <laughs> cojones con manscaped. Um, oh! <laughs> you know who? Just to finish on a on a note that I don't want to finish on. How about Rich Bisaccia being the X factor? Ooh, you know that's a good one. Uh... Did we go through all the, I believe oh my did. God. You know what? we got two more questions. Let's take a break. we got yeah. two more questions. Packers without borders. 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 The greatest podcast on the planet. thank you for listening to packers without borders you can catch us on anchor spotify itunes amazon and anywhere else you get your favorite podcasts and don't forget to follow us on patreon.com front slash packers without borders for some exclusive content behind the scenes and don't forget to check out our merchandise on t public packers without borders Peace. Go Pack Go. JJ Leahy, Colton Moore, Ella, Yodai, Soren Stortigan, Lewisa, Amy Cheesefoot, Alex Brown, TJ Wills, Coach Juan, Andrew Fox, Kelly Bruner, Matt, Eric, Kristen, Chris Reed, Amy, Chris McLeod, Eric, Younger, Bales of Hay, Carlo, Jeb, Jeremy Rex, Aaron Alice, Josh, Randy McGray, Kimmy, Fade of Kermit the Frog here, Nick Stevenson, Luke Song, No, The Macho Man, Randy Savage, Mickey Mouse, Matt Ramage, Kelly, Matt Stevenson, Matt Kuhneman. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Packers Without Borders with Bruce. This is great, by the way. Thank you all for contributing. Yeah. We make our job so much easier because now all I have to do is research and look up as opposed to what the fuck are we going to talk about today? <laughs> we did all fucking preseason. Jesus Christ, an offseason. Oh, my God. So we got we got Adam Baum 8. Do you think the Vikings will win by 50 points or 40 is more realistic? I think you need to pass the Dochi on the left-hand side. I want to smoke some of that. And then, uh, what was the other one? Oh, wait, 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 wait. So here, let, let me rephrase that question okay. for you. Okay. What needs to happen for the Vikings to pull off what the Saints did last year, game one, 38 to three. So what needs to happen for the Vikings to blow out the Packers in this week? Okay. So, you know, when the entire team gets on the bus to make it to the field? Mm-hmm. The garbage truck? Are, well, when the Packers... They, oh. they get on when they when they show up to the there has to be a crash. Okay. 
a major fiery crash. Yep. And then and then and then maybe maybe, maybe, maybe. 40 points. Maybe. Maybe. Doubtful. Doubtful. They'll win by uh, two. Yeah. 25 at King Day. What will the final score be? I think we all kind of talked about this a little bit, eh? We all think it's going to be a nice tight game. 24-21, 21-17, something like that. I'm going to go with 21-13. 21-13? Okay. Yeah, our defense. The defense is always ahead of the curve with these offenses in that week one. It's either going to be a low-scoring game, and we're going to win a low-scoring game, or it's going to be a shootout like 35-31 to 31 or some shit like that. And I'm expecting it to be more on the – Things aren't clicking 100%. So, so I'm going to uh, channel my uh, inner spirits and see if I can get a prediction number here. I Really, you think it's going to be that? I, okay. I think it's going to be 31-10 Green Bay. Holy and, we'll shit. See, and we'll see Jordan Love in the fourth. Holy shit. I don't know about that, but okay, cool. I think it starts hot and fast because Aaron isn't looking for Devonte all day. He's looking for whatever the defense will give him, and when he does that, deadly. Just make deadly. sure you never pick against the Packers ever again, and we're good. I, I, I don't think there's a couple of games in this year's schedule where it's like, yikes, this might be the one because we're not going to win 17. We're just not. The odds of us winning 17 are astronomical, right? So I've got us pegged at 12 and at 12 and five. I think we win the division. I think we, you know, NFC uh, champions again, right. Mm -hmm. But I think it's 12 and five this year. I think there's a game or two that we win that we shouldn't. And I think there's a game or two that we lose that we shouldn't. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of the same old, same old, right. That's, that's just my humble opinion. It's not, it's not like I get paid. Oh, no, wait, now I get paid for it. <laughs> All right. So well, that was Mailbag Monday, brought to you by Manscaped. More wow with less owl. Manscaped. Si quieres tener los cojones bien lisitos, usa Manscaped. Let's see. Are you tired of having sweaty balls? Sweaty balls. I love your sweaty balls. <laughs> That's Saturday Night Live, remember? Yes. Sweaty. Sweaty balls. They've got... They've got a whole bunch of stuff. I'm excited because I'm supposed to get my kit tomorrow. And don't forget, so you you go to Manscaped and then you pick out whatever you want. In the in the in the shopping cart when you're paying for it, it says coupon code Dos Papas D O S P A P A S. That's all one word, right? No spaces. Dos Papas. It gives you what is it? Twenty percent off and free shipping. And free shipping. That's like buy four get a fifth for free and they have everything man they've got shampoos conditioners they've got ball wipes ball deodorant there's shavers nose hair trimmers there's lotions powders i mean the list they've got uh uh, uh, uh non-chafing boxer shorts t-shirts like there's a i honestly when i went to the website to kind of take a look at what they i was like what am i going to see a shaver and then maybe you know a different type of shaver. A nose like trimmer. And yeah, right? Like, you know, the typical stuff that they have for men. You know, it's like, here, here is, here's the weed whacker and uh, here's some Band-Aids that, you know, they're ouchless, right? Like that sort of thing. They have a ton of stuff on there, man. Different packages and stuff too. Like $20, $10, all the way up to like, there's a $200 
like Uber package, the 4.0. It, and I know it, people have already taken advantage of it too. I got a couple pictures from people who already got their kits who ordered last week. Pictures, for, pictures of what? Of the equipment, not the testicles. Their equipment? <laughs> Whose equipment? <laughs> <laughs> Those DMs filled up really nicely. Wow. Those were some hairy <laughs> testicles. <laughs> right? If you if you've got any, if you want any tips or tricks or you know no. information, ask Carla D. No. She will give you <laughs> the best advice. <laughs> And I want to thank, we got uh, two new Patreons yes. this week. And honestly, just again, it is so overwhelming to me that you guys take the time to go on there and think that we are actually good enough to pay for on a monthly basis. And uh, Don Kubnick, Kubnick, I think it's Kubnick probably, buddy. Um, thank you so much for your support for the pod. And you also went on and got some of the merch, dude. Just really, honestly, really appreciate you, man. Shout out to Don Kubnick. And then as we were starting to record, I hear a little, and I see that Brent Webb took the most money that you could give us if you wanted to give us in whatever it is. But $1 million subscription from Brent Webb. Yes, thank you so much. Oh my money. God. Right now, he's like, what the crap? <laughs> <laughs> no, Brent, thank you so much for your support as, as well, man. Again, you know, this is this pod is is all about grassroots and doing stuff the right way, not changing who we are. And we do this for you guys and really appreciate it. I mean, the t-shirts honestly are, it's no shit, like are flying off. It's like, holy fuck. It's like an alert every once in a while. Just, oh, there goes another shirt. There goes another shirt. Can't wait to see you guys wearing those shirts tagging us on them and showing everybody how badass the greatest podcast on the planet is. I'm telling you, you know, and, and those aren't even all the shirts. Those aren't even all the shirts. That's the first batch. See, we're, we're diabolical this way. We yes. come up with like a dozen shirts. What, 10? Was it we 10? 20 shirts right now. 20, 20. That's dropping the bucket. We've got more shirt designs coming out bigger, badder, better. And I can guarantee you this, okay, especially with the Patreon. I know we've been lagging behind a little bit on the Patreon. We, 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 we put stuff up there occasionally. This is we what we're going to We do two a month, but we got to do for you guys. We're going to do four a month. Four a month. And this is Patreon. So this is going to be your uh, not safe for work. Uh, you're going to hear new games. I have a, a few new games. So thanks to Colton Moore. Uh, gave me an idea. We're going to play. Uh, a specialty dessert or sex act that'll be a new game right there right and then we're going to have we're going to have what's that sound we're going to play a game called what's that sound okay and just think of manscaped some of the items we might be getting in our hands and then what's that sound killer killer <laughs> and then i'm going to give you i've got a game for for the Latinos that will do very well with this, but I'm going to try to get Matt to decide whether a name in Spanish is a real name or if it is a double meaning name. Sort of like uh, Austin Felter Snatch or exactly. just, just inside, just exactly. inside. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah. But in yeah. Spanish. Um, Amanda Hugginkiss, IP Nightly, all of those ones, right? The Bart Simpson, you know, yep. the, the phone calls. 
Yep. Yeah, in Spanish. So I can, I can guarantee you this. I'm going to be terrible at it. <laughs> I'm going to be absolutely terrible at it. You might start picking up on specific words at some point. Go, oh, okay. Well, we'll see. Oh, well, we got a couple okay. of new games for you guys. Really excited. Love to do those. Those are, for the most part, probably. I mean, we'll have some of them on the regular pod. But the, the really raunchy stuff that we don't want our kids to listen to is going to go on Patreon. We're going to have to. We have to slowly slide to the left with some of this raunchy stuff yep. we just we're not we are not changing what we do we are not changing who we are anything of that nature right manscaped is fully well aware that we are a couple of freaking knuckleheads and we're going to say some really stupid shit now and then and they're they're on board with it they're they're okay with it they're cool with it well so far so far wait 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 till we submit the first batch wait. of things that we want to <laughs> They have Wait. to improve what we're working on right now. They're they're gonna be like, uh, nope, nope. Whoa, whoa. Why, why is Matt's wife with the weed whacker while Matt is on the in, in the middle of his grass with the little piece of paper that says manscaped that she's gonna try to knock off? Why why, why oh, oh, no 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 her eyesight's terrible? <laughs> no circumcision. No. I've already I was over circumcised. <laughs> I was over circumcised as a kid. <laughs> it's terrible. It's traumatic. <laughs> man, this took up the whole episode, man. This is fantastic. Are we gonna do we have anything else to to talk about no, today? No, I I'm kind of going through everything. Um Wednesday, I, we're gonna start getting a little bit more into the details of the game. We'll start seeing we'll we'll start getting injury reports and what's gonna really happen. Is he gonna play all of that? We'll start getting and then obviously Saturday we do our preview of the game, but we're gonna have Packer football on Sunday, man. Holy shit. I know it's it it seems like a whole year. It feels like <laughs> it. It's only been right? it's only been a couple months, but it feels like it. It is football offseason is lasts forever. And the season, once it starts, you just don't realize it's just a couple months out of the year, but it does feel like it's a year-long thing. But, man, let's get this year started. Let's get our Super Bowl run going. Uh, I have to tell you that I'm very proud of myself because I've officially converted my first Cowboy fan into a Packer fan. And he listens to the pod. There was a lot of holy water involved. There was a lot of holy – you should have seen the way that he was just flailing around on the ground. But – Jay, welcome to the Green Bay Packers fandom. You're going to love it because we actually win. We're actually yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm sorry about the seizure, man. I'm sorry about the stake in the ass, dude, to finally get you to release those demons. But welcome to Packer fandom. He didn't and, – and, by the way, he didn't need the stake in the ass at all. That was just – you know, that's well, <laughs> one of those. Well, I told pranks. him it was a, a piece of wood. I told him it was yeah, a wood. Yeah, he didn't understand it was a T-bone. <laughs> right? T-bone enema. <laughs> How come there's so much barbecue sauce? Shush. <laughs> All right, that wraps up Manscaped Monday Mailbag. Manscaped. 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 <laughs> Uh -huh. Hi, boys and girls. Let's shave our balls. Yay! Uh, hot dog. Okay. If you've got any questions for us, you can send them to us at PackersWithoutBorders at Outlook.com. That's all one word, PackersWithoutBorders at Outlook.com. Find us on Twitter at BordersPackers. You 
You can DM us your mailbag questions. Find us on Facebook, Packers Without Borders, Instagram, Packers Without Borders, and our Instagram account, Packers Without Borders Merch. It is PackersWithoutBorders.MyShopify.com for all of that. Just click on the little side button, click products, and you will see every shirt. The most popular shirts right now are Matt LaFleur in a trench coat for the ladies, a lot of Rashawn Gary, and a lot of Aaron Jones. But the girls are loving El Catrin, the handsome one. Which is is Spanish for the flasher. (laughs) it, It works in with Manscaped. Oh, you, you don't think <laughs> flash them? Good lord, these these ladies, these ladies. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you. And, and obviously, our flag shirt is the number one seller. Thank you guys. Understanding that the point of that is, you should your flag will be on that um, that shirt because it represents you all. That's all it is. It is the the countries that listen to us. It is those of you that that have taken the time to listen to us. Got a really nice um, message from somebody in Ireland that I need to look up. Um, Carnell, Carnell. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. I think I'm saying it right. I think I'm saying it right. I mean, it's an Irish name. Listen, I'm Irish. My family is the herd H U R D, right? My, my grandmother, she actually traced our, uh, our heritage back to like the eight hundreds in Ireland, like crazy. Right. So I, 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 I understand some of the uh, some of the lingo, some of the talk, some of the trash, and some of the words are or some of the names are just like right out there, right? Yeah. But uh, uh, and that's that's because I'm Canadian. But then at the same time, you should see you know my employee list with all of their names. <laughs> Craziness. Welcome it's to awesome, Canada. Man. And Green Bay fan six six one. He was the Patreon on Twitter, man. He just posted that he did it. So I'm giving him a little shout out here again. Thank you guys so much. Again, patreon.com front slash Packers without borders, the merch, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you can find your favorite podcast. We're there. Like subscribe, leave a review. That helps a lot. Oh, do you want to No, we'll, we'll wait for Saturday to announce the, what we're going to be doing on a monthly basis. Right. What? You don't remember? No. If you I'm like, high. subscribe, and leave a review and screenshot it and send it. Oh, to oh no! Let's say it now. Let's okay. say it now. Yeah. It's exciting. Okay, so let's say you like, subscribe, and sub- you don't have to pay anything to subscribe unless you go to Patreon, of course. Then you then you have to pay something to subscribe. But you you could subscribe on iTunes or Amazon or anything. Go to Spotify or iTunes. Give us a review. Okay screenshot that review so it's got your name that, that way we can trace that review back to you that way you're not just screenshotting somebody else's review and yeah. and then send that to us send that to us at packers with borders at outlook.com dm us Post right, it on twitter however you want to do it yep yeah doesn't matter just make sure we're tagged in it so that we can we can uh we can add you to we're going to put everybody's name into a hat and we're going to live draw somebody's going to win one of Bruce's dogs. We're going to probably, probably the middle dog, maybe, maybe the younger one. Yeah. I, I yeah. Know, well, the younger one's pretty well trained. That one's mine and the old one. So it'll be the middle dog. Okay. The middle dog. We will ship you with, with a spoonful of creamy peanut butter in a Ziploc bag because we're classy that way. No, we're going to give away a shirt once a month. A shirt off of the website and I'll take ship it. it to you. Any take shirt. it shipped it. 
Yeah, picket shipping, done. Including all the people that have already left reviews for us in the past. Obviously, you will be thrown into this very first um, drawing. But we will, at the end of every month, we'll see who's left a review, subscribed, and obviously... We want a lot of people, but your chances of winning are probably going to be really good right now. Because most people don't (laughs) fucking leave reviews. And we need reviews and subscriptions, so let's fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. Your odds are going to be like one of four. Yeah. 25% is good, but maybe it'll be one in 10, and that would be fantastic. If we can get 10 reviews a month between now and the end of the year, that's 120 reviews. And that is a lot to help us out. Remember, you too can sponsor a Canadian child just by leaving a review and save save this Canadian child. Yeah, no, but all of your help is genuinely, I mean, this is really, when we talk about grassroots, that also means that my wife is asking me why the hell money keeps coming out of the bank account. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. How much more are you spending on this? Shh. It'll come Quiet. back. I promise. It'll, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, if you love something, set it free. Not the money. <laughs> Not the money. Not the money. What do you expect us to eat? All right. We'll see you on Wednesday. Peace. Go Pack Go. This has been Packers Without Borders. Try and be kind to one another. Try and love each other. And go Pack Go. Esto ha sido Empacadores Sin Fronteras. No se les olvide cuidarnos unos a los otros. Hasta luego. Shoot.